Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I am so pumped up because I just went fishing with two expert crappie anglers and uh, pros really to talk about. So Shannon and Sean, so let's just get right to it. Um, tell them who you are and where you're from. Uh, my name's Sean McAbee. I'm from Anderson, South Carolina. And? I'm Shannon Suttle. I'm from Ballistic, North Carolina. And so why do you guys finish each other's sentence? Because you are... Uh, crappie team pro is that the reason why uh yeah i mean we always got each other's back for sure I, man I, mean, I, I think we uh we fish very well together we know what the other one's thinking without even saying it pretty well I, just like a well machine there you go we, we'll get to uh the team part of it just right away because being a successful crappie fishing team what does it take who's uh, the lead do you have a leader on your boat and if you do, is there going to be a fight? Because we're ready for it. <laughs> there ain't going to never be no fight. But, you know, they, I'm, uh, I generally do most of our practicing, if that uh -huh. means anything. Uh, okay. And uh, I, I do pretty much all the, the boat running as far as trolling motor, okay. live scope. Um, I dedicate myself to that. That eight-hour period we fishing it, uh is mine. I mean, right. I, I, I don't move. I stay on that trolling motor. Shannon does uh, all the fish weighing, culling. I just stay up there on that trolling motor looking for the next victim. To right. And yet, talk a little bit about your your part of this uh, team right here and how it how what you're doing makes it a successful team. Well, uh, in crappy fishing tournaments, all the fish have to be alive. So. Uh -huh hot days of summer that is a task you have to keep the fish cool right um if you catch a deep fish they've got to be fizz they need to keep weights on them to keep them upright in the live well you need to make sure the live well ain't emptied out while you're running down the lake right um it's a process and keeping the right fish make sure you don't throw the wrong one in and cost yourself a big tournament i mean it, it can happen people have done it you know throw their own fish or took too many fish in some right. tournaments you can only take seven fish to weigh in and some people took eight and Wow. Lost out on a ranger boat. So, I mean, it, it happens. It's a it's a task. And what other things that you do as 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 he's running the trolling motor and fishing, uh, what else do you do? I make sure we got what we need up front. I get the net ready. Like when we pull up to a spot, I go ahead and put the trolling motor down as uh -huh. he's on the seat so we can be ready. He gets up there, gets the trolling motor. I've got the net. I've got our rods ready. We're ready to go. As soon as he gets up there from the seat from driving, um, like I said, if he needs something out of the back, because like I said, that boat control is critical when you're crappy fishing. You right. need, somebody needs to be on that trolling motor looking. You've got a certain amount of time to catch fish. He needs to be scanning and looking like right. said, for the next victim. So, All right. Do you ever, like he says, like you're using artificial, like a slider bait, and you ever just give them the wrong bait on purpose just to kind of egg him on? Nah. How about when you're practicing? Do nah, you ever maybe. jack with them when you're practicing? Yeah, I like to. We like to. Because he's looking forward at the scope. You can do anything you want. Yeah. Anything. We, we like to cut up and have a good time. We're, when we're practicing, we uh, I always give uh, – say the fish will be out there 40 or 50 foot. Sean will try to wait till he gets in 30. Well, my first instinct is I, when we're practicing, I'm going to cast out there further than he does just to see if I can get the fish first. But <laughs> it's it's all fun then. You know, we're just out there having a good time. And, and we have a good time during the tournament. We cut up and have a good time. So It's it's kind of good to do that and yeah. kind of break the tension a little bit. Break the monotony of the day. I mean, it's, yep. it's fun. That's the reason we do this. It ain't a job for us. We enjoy it. We love it. We're out there to get better. 
Uh-huh. I mean, we want to have a good time with it. When it stops being fun, me and him will stop doing it. So. All right. Uh, so you're both from North Carolina, right? I'm from South Carolina. That's right. Ooh, border, border. That's right. This could this could get ugly here, but uh, who's got the better football team? I don't know. I don't watch TV. Oh, all right. Oh. Uh, oh, he's I thinking. Mean, I'm gonna say probably. Probably Georgia in the <laughs> probably, probably, probably North Carolina this Georgia. year. Probably I would say. <laughs> uh, I think he wins. Uh, uh, tell us, uh, how'd you get together? I mean, so you're in two different states. I mean, so how does this? I mean, did you how you end up fishing together as a team when you got distance between you? Funny thing was, uh, I was at the house. We, me and my wife, was getting ready to have her first baby. Right and. Uh, I got a message on Facebook from Sean. He said, hey, man, uh, holler at me sometimes. like to fish together. I said, hey, man, here's my number. Call me. Um, we had a crap USA tournament coming up. I didn't have a partner at the time. Right. Um, he called, and, I mean, it was just like when we started talking on the phone, it's like we've been friends forever. I mean, we've just – and we fished that first tournament together, and we come in second, second. second in that tournament. And um, we uh, – I mean, it's just – we fish very well together. I mean, there's – there's nothing that the other one ain't thinking. Like, if we're not catching fish, he'll say, hey, you think? I'm like, yo, so let's go to that spot. I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, and that's what you need in a tournament partner. You don't need somebody you've got to argue with or try to right. convince. You need somebody thinking on the same aspect, I think. And I think that's the reason we've been successful fishing. I mean, we – and we're – and we're versified. We're not just going to do the same thing every time. Like, he, if say, if he's practicing and he's live scoping and I'm trolling – Right, and I catch better weight trolling than he catch a live scoping. I gotta say, hey man, I caught this weight. He said, well, we're gonna troll today, and that's what we'll do. You know, we're right. It's, it's not an argument or nothing like that. So it's it's a good time. So how do you know whose boat you're gonna use in the tournament? We fished out of uh, we fished out of your boat today. Well, Shannon's in the shop, so that's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that that. But most time we do fish out of his. Oh, all right. Um, is his bigger? Or it is. Does he have bigger units? Um, it is. Sounds kind of personal, but. Um, and he he does have a sixteen inch live scope unit. Oh, all right. Um, is it an eighty six version? It is. Yeah. Eighty six sixteen. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, uh, everything else pretty much the same. They both set up about the same way. Both boats right? are. In the front, does your boat have a um, hand control? Yes. Uh, extra. Yeah, we have a, the... a sniper marine pole up front on ours. Um, we okay. have a, we have one transducer on the trolling motor and one on the pole. All right. Tell us a little bit about that sniper pole. So people, if the people aren't watching, you know, explain to us what what it look what it looks like. It's uh, the sniper marine pole is it's a very well built pole. It's a lot of metal. It's got it's got good gears in it. The, the boys are out of Tennessee who made it. Um, they took pride in when they made it. It uh, made it. And what I like about the sniper pole is you don't have to reach all the way out on the boat and turn the pole around. It's got right. a little hand knob that you can just twist. And like I said, you're not trying to reach out, look for a brush pile over here. You can just kind of twist it and really dial it in when you're sitting there. So the dog that was barking was a bandit. Yeah. Bandit, if you're going to get in this, you're going to have to get in it right now. Let's see you. Uh, anyway, um, um, of course, if you're listening to this on the podcast show, you, you can't see it. But Bandit is what kind of dog? A Boykin Spaniel. Wow. And it, what is that? That's the state dog, right? South Carolina state dog. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So that was an, uh, is it cheating to take your dog with you in a bath, in a crappie tournament because they can smell the fish? No. Does he, he point it out to you? 
You ever have like the live scope that's showing fish or your dog showing it a different area and you the go to where the dog goes? On points when the drag goes off and then he goes <laughs> when he's waiting for him to get the boat then. What is uh what do you think it is uh to be a successful uh crappie fisherman? And we should probably address that here you guys uh, uh say that they're crappy and, and where I'm from we call them crappie. So it's the same fish. We're just pronouncing it a little bit different. You gotta love the sport of crappy fishing for sure uh, uh-huh. and uh but you got to dedicate yourself 100 percent right. to it i mean if you're going crappy fish that's that's what it takes and a and a tip that you could give them for someone that doesn't uh, have an opportunity to go as much uh, or have as much experience do you think it's line size or lures or what uh, would you say depending on what time of year i mean warmer water you know summertime Early fall, I mean, small diameter line, small jig heads, small baits. Fish are real lethargic. Okay. And, uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta hand feed them a bait to get them to eat it most of the time. All right. So downsizing is is the biggest thing uh, with any uh, part of it: the line, the jig head, the bait, the whole nine. You know, every bit of that is a major factor in getting them fish to react and bite. Okay. And what would you say for a tip for them? Uh, I like Sean said, and uh, I like to fish a lot of live bait, you know, and and, uh-huh. and people don't realize, like Sean said, size matters. But uh, we fish uh, a lot of live shad. Uh, we catch shad. In the oh, morning. really? Yeah, uh, we go out and we will get out early and catch some shad, and that thing will eat a, a shad the size of your index finger. You, I mean, just he'll wow, eat. that's pretty good size. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, and like I said, uh, just trying something different. You know, don't don't be scared to think outside the box on these fish. I mean, like Sean said, they're they're smart. And they'll know when you're fishing them, but don't be scared to try something new. You know, like if you're out there fishing with a bait and they quit biting, change a bait. Don't just say, well, they just quit biting. No, it might be the bait that you were fishing with. It might be a different right. color. Like he said, downsize. Usually downsizing is the key when the fish quit biting. Okay, let's talk about uh, equipment. What are you using for a rod, reel, line usually? So I got my personal preference. I use a 8-foot catch-to-fever casting rod and a 10-foot uh jigging rod i catch the fever um four pound slime line if i'm fishing structure most of the time uh open water fishing most of the time i use six six foot pole a six, six pound foot line, line. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have a lot of fish follow during open water and and they'll hit it right up under the boat and you'll have a short strike and you pretty much dead sticking them right up under the boat okay that impact of that four pound line a lot of times it's it'll break it and it's hard to uh, especially when you got a big one, you sitting there watching follow. It's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow when you hear that line pop. And you didn't snap right. him off. So, and uh, so slime line is uh, is it a braid or it's it's, it's fluorocarbon? It's mono. It's mono. mono? Yeah. It's mono. Uh huh. And uh, the is there a color to it or is it clear? Uh, what are you using? You can well, you, get a couple different yeah. colors. Uh, the green uh, is normally what we use. Um, and why are you using the green? It's just perfect. Can you see it better? I, I can't, um, but I think can't. it, it kind of hides in the water a lot better from the fish than a lot of other colors do, maybe. Uh-huh. I know you can tell a big difference when you go from four to six as far as catching really? fish-wise. Oh, yeah. Online. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And Especially t- in clear water. I mean, in dingy water lakes, I, I don't think line size makes a big difference, but in these clear water lakes that we're having to fish, line size makes a difference. So. Yeah, we're at Sandy Cooper. Would you say that water's clear here? 
I'd say semi-clear. Semi-clear. I mean, there's a lot clear. You go up there at Hartwell, it's clear. You go up there in them lakes in Tennessee now, you want to talk about clear. Now, they're clear. Yeah. You send down 15 foot or so in the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about, uh, how about you? Do you use the same rods as your uh, teammate, or do you use uh, a longer rod? I, I like the 10-footer, um, and I think it's what you get comfortable with. Okay. I, I, uh, I fish with 8-footer some, but I have just got so used to fishing with that 10-footer, it, it really becomes a part of you. You know uh-huh. what the, the fish bite feels on it. It feels right. different on the 10-footer versus the 8-footer, don't you think, Sean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it loads up a rod. Um I like just a little bit, I wouldn't say softer rod than Sean, but I like something where the tip just kind of barely loads up. And, and where I fish right. more live bait than Sean does, that's what you want. You want that rod just to load up where you're not, where the fish really doesn't know he's got it until I'm, I'm ready to kind of hook him. And you don't want to, with live bait, you don't want to just, you're not trying to cross his eyes when you hook him. You're just right. trying to kind of ease up, get some good tension, and get that hook in his mouth. Okay, I got to know what's your favorite slider lure because uh, I see slider on there. Is uh, is there one? Because we're I drove through Tennessee to get here, so what's well? We is there a it, size? Uh, well, you know, trolling wise, we like the the, the two inch bait. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, if we we brush fishing, structure fishing, having a downsize, you know, the, the one inch slider. Right. Natural color bait most of the times. What we you know. Okay. Pearl color. Stardust, be like Stardust. Uh, Stardust is a good color trolling wise. Yeah, yeah, it's it's won some it's won some money for us, man. We want a we want a super event down here. For, oh, for slider, uh, on uh, on slider jigs, on what? that same color. Yeah. Uh, what did, um, what uh, tournaments have you won? What's your favorite lake to fish on? I guess your favorite lake to fish on is going to be the tournament. A tournament where you won a tournament, right? I don't necessarily say that. Uh, we like a, a challenge, one we haven't won, you know. Oh. Uh, I mean, um, we love Santee. I mean, we've won we've won several right. events down here, and we've come in second on a couple. And uh, But we've fished all over the United States. I mean, we ain't been out to California and them out that right. way. But, I mean, we've, we like to try to diversify. But uh, I say one that's got us, and we ain't won yet. And, I mean, Sean's won a couple – little things on it. it's probably clark hill we ain't oh, won a, a big and on clark hill yet and that's uh-huh. that's one i'd really like to win a big and on we i mean we've been on the right fish and like he said just mishaps and stuff like that but every day ain't gonna be a good day but it's all good days when you're fishing so there you go that takes us to uh, tackle time tackle time is sponsored by pico lures pico lures has a complete line of hard and soft baits you can catch crappie on them everything that swims at sandy cooper you can catch them on pico lures because this place is packed full of fish there's no doubt about it uh if they want to find out more about you where would they go what what facebook page what kind of social media so i have a my social media uh for Facebook is my name Sean McAbee, which is S H A U N M C A B E E, and uh, my TikTok is the same. Uh, it's Sean McAbee. It's S H A U N M C A B O six two one is my TikTok. And does your does Bandit have its own TikTok? No, Bandit's, uh, no. Bandit, Bandit's on my TikTok. Okay, Bandit's on he yours. He just got me. Yeah. All right. All right. And. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook at Shannon Subtle, and that's S-H-A-N-N-O-N, Subtle, S-U-T-T-L-E. And you can also find me on TikTok at S-Subtle7. There you go. There you have it. Like I always like to end the show, make sure you keep your hook sharp, your lure's in the water.